Here we go. To chat. <laughs> Hold on. Hey, Skip Clark here, and welcome to the Skip Happens Podcast, hosted by yours truly, along with my friend Deb Lamphere, the president and founder of the official country music fan club, long-form open dialogue podcast, digging into the stories of a wide variety of guests. Much of that include your favorite music artists, entertainment, and sports personalities. I'm listening. This podcast is heard on most podcast platforms. We're live on Facebook. And subscribe to Skip Happens on YouTube. Comments always welcome. Remember, Skip Happens. And it does. And we're back. Good everybody. How are you? It is, uh, of course, Skip Clark and my friend Deb Lamphere. And uh, another night. we had a great time last night. We had Jeff Bates on. And tonight, this is good. It's going to be awesome. I've been listening to her music. I'm like just blown away. I want y'all to say hello to uh, my new friend, Jenny Tolman. Jenny, how are you? Hello, I'm good. How are you? Doing well. Uh, we always uh, kick this off. One of the first questions I ask is, where are you? And describe your surroundings. I am at my home in Nashville, Tennessee. I am actually in my kitchen. We have a... Uh, we have a non-working chimney in our kitchen, believe it or not. So this is this is kind of my nice little background area. We've got a little bit of leftover Christmas decorations, and uh, oh. you know, like my song, "High Class White Trash." I gotta live the life. <laughs> you know, you're not the only one. Look behind Deb. Who's I got was gonna that? say, can you see? Let's see. See, my we still have the wreath up, and so, my husband loves it, so he'll keep it up as as long as uh, he can get away with it. Hey, but. my mom leaves her Christmas tree up all year long. Really? She has no shame. She, Good for her. <laughs> every year that comes around and people are like, I'm putting my Christmas tree up. She goes, oh, mine's already up. <laughs> I love it. That makes for another great country song right up your alley. I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. uh, so tell us a little bit about Jenny Tolman. Yeah, so I was born and raised in Nashville. So I've... Uh, been here forever i always make a really bad dad joke if you want to call it that because there's a hospital the hospital i was born at just down the road i always say yeah i was born ju born just down the road i haven't made it that far yes yeah well good i'm your girl <laughs> so i was born here grew up uh, around it surrounded by the music industry um, the reason I was actually born here is, long story short, Burt Reynolds. Um, mm -hmm. My dad was a singer back in the 80s, and he sang at Burt Reynolds Dinner Theater in Jupiter, Florida. Oh, wow. uh, and he was in a production of The Music Man, and there were three other guys in that production that they were in the barbershop quartet together. And it was actually opening night. Burt came with Dolly Parton. And... Um, went backstage and told those four guys that they needed to stay together for the rest of their lives. And he was going to call them the Indian river boys and they were going to make a record. And, and so very long story short, uh, my dad ended up becoming, you know, pretty close friends with, with Bert and uh, is the reason why he ended up being in Nashville and why I was born here. And um, he did a lot of really cool stuff. He got to sing on Garth's no fences album with his group, the Indian River Boys. And uh, so there's just been, you know, lots of stuff that I was really lucky to get to grow up around and be surrounded by music mm -hmm. and songwriters and just the, the whole energy of Nashville, you know, was very normal to me. I didn't realize how unique that was. And so from a very young age, you know, since before I can even remember, it's just, this is always what I was going to do. Uh, I've always sang since before I can remember. I started playing piano at three, uh, we'd come home from church and, and just pick out the songs that we just sang. And um, so it was really just a very organic process of me getting into music and uh, writing as well. Um, I used to write short stories and I thought, well, maybe I'll be a children's author someday or something because I just loved creating characters and, and entertaining people through stories. And, and really when I turned 16, it kind of, was a light bulb moment. Taylor Swift had just started to take off really big. And I was like, wait a second, if I put everything that I love to do together, <laughs> it was just, you know, piano, guitar, mm -hmm. um, 
songwriting turned into, I guess, well, short story writing turned into songwriting and singing. And so it was just kind of this light bulb moment where I was like, wait a second, I think that like, this is what it is, ding, ding, ding. And so uh, from that moment on, country singer was my forte. <laughs> you think um how did you pick the style of music because you're not you know we hear a lot of country artists we hear a lot of country songs this but this is more of uh for example with um high class white trash the mm -hmm. style how did you decide to go that route and why yeah well you know a lot of it has to do with well there's a couple different things so to start off with going back to my my storytelling i love i've always loved creating these characters and and really making people laugh with them i loved writing funny stories um and so that's kind of something that i've always been drawn to um but then fast forward to when i met my producer dave brainerd um it was really kind of this very organic process that we started writing together and we started noticing that all these characters kept coming up and, and recurring and they, and there was a certain theme that wanted to be talked about. Um, and so Dave was actually the person who said, well, hey, what if we actually take these characters and we put them into this little imaginary world and we call it Jennyville. And it'll just be like a fun place for us to go and, and write like in our minds. And, and I was like, Jenny, well, like, oh, is that presumptuous of me? I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, it was just kind of a fun right. thing to to imagine that that's where we were when we were writing and th that these characters actually lived in this place and we could write their stories however we wanted. And so um, throughout that process, we started, you know, using Jennyville as normal everyday vocabulary. <laughs> we would see somebody walking down the street or we would hear a story or whatever it may be. And we would be like, oh my gosh, that's so Jennyville. And so throughout the process of writing and, and starting to create this record, it was like, well, maybe this is something that I share with my fans and share with the outside world, this whole concept of Jennyville and, and High Class White Trash was really kind of the, the song that opened the door to these certain characters. Cause there's a lot of ladies running around in Jennyville that have a lot to say <laughs> and very strong opinions. Um, so yeah, just kind of started very organically and almost accidentally turned into what it did. But I mean, I love to make people laugh. I always say that if you can make people laugh, then you can make them comfortable with you. And once they're comfortable with you, then you really have an open floor to talk to them and to communicate to them through other music as well. Mm -hmm. And there's definitely not enough laughter in this world. So exactly. I'm all for it. Go ahead. You had a question. Oh, nope. Nope. I'm just, you know, I just didn't want to cut you off. Sometimes there's a little bit of a delay. So I was kind of slowing down a little bit. <laughs> but uh, so that, I love watching the video for that. And uh, the women, I think they're sitting on a couch and somebody's going through their purse. And where did you find the people to do that? Are they relatives? Are they friends? Or did you they're, do it? Yeah, they're all friends of mine. <laughs> I've, got, I've got really good friends that will do some weird stuff for me. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. And, and they all know how to act. Were, they did very well. They did. Some of them are professional actresses. Oh. Um, and some of them have never acted a day in their life. So it's, it was a very very uh mixture big mm -hmm. mixture of different um levels of comfort i guess but they all did awesome i mean even the there goes the neighborhood music video is uh right. it's right. another one of my favorites with the characters especially the role playing that's in that mm -hmm. one um and those were all friends as well <laughs> so it's just you know um, i've been very lucky with who i've been surrounded by oh, that's great and they have this great memory too of yeah. you know, one of your friendship oh. <laughs> and and um, watching you climb that ladder of success, they they're they're with you through this whole process. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Do you? Um, so let me let me ask you this. Um, we always ask the artists, especially with everything that's going on in the world right now. How have you been uh, with this pandemic thing? Has that helped you? Has it hurt you? I mean, we've had a lot of artists come on and say, you know what? There's a good and a bad to it. There's the good. Yeah you know, being able to get things done. And then the bad, obviously you're not making the money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I would say 
that's probably true. You know, I think for everything, there's, there's, like we said earlier, before we started, the, the growth in Nashville, it's a blessing and a curse. I think everything uh, that's a big change always has good and bad to it. But um, I know personally for me, um, it was pretty hard in the beginning and uh, throughout last year because I had just put out my debut album and it really, it really hadn't had its uh, full life to, to live yet. And, um, and I know that so many other people went through the same thing too in different ways. Um, but we had just come off this amazing debut. I mean, we debuted at number 25 on the Billboard Country album sales charts. And, remember and we're doing amazing shows. We got to open for Brantley Gilbert. And it was a minor league baseball stadium. So it was this huge show that I've never played that big of show before. Um, we just had so many wonderful things happening. And it's funny, too, because we had like seven different of those uh, ones to watch lists in 2020 and so that, that's kind of a laughing joke now is that is that i was one to watch in 2020 like um, yeah you'll probably never live that down yeah right so so it's definitely been a challenge yeah. um career-wise to to keep that momentum going because there's just no way in a pandemic that you can keep that level of of excitement um from touring and from the freshness of an album, you know, that, that doesn't last forever. So, but I mean, I think it's just like anything, nothing lasts forever. And so you always have to find new ways to make things exciting. And uh, we're actually working on some, uh, some, some secret <laughs> ideas to, to make things exciting again. So, so be on the lookout. <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, it's a whole new way of doing things. And yeah, that's, that's and one of the things that was really great about the pandemic, um, or just I guess just not about the pandemic, but just about being forced to find new ways, um, was really like stuff like this, doing all of the virtual stuff and, and, you know, getting to be a lot more creative and almost being forced to be more creative to find new ways to interact with people and, um, and get that feedback from a live audience that you aren't getting during touring time and still letting people know that you're here and, and finding different ways to entertain. And um, I know that for me, one of the things that I did was I started my own little cooking show. <laughs> I called it the quarantine kitchen. I saw that when I first saw it, I thought this, this is not the right person when I first saw it. Cause I just didn't relate that you were doing the cooking show with, cause I was watching your videos at the uh -huh. same time. So it threw me for a loop. That's a great, <laughs> great, great idea. Thank you. Yeah, that was, uh, and we're still, we're carrying it over into real life now too, post 2020. Uh, we've renamed it the Hey Good Cooking Kitchen. Um, oh, so yeah, so it's just fun. It's a fun way to, you know, you're still being creative because cooking mm -hmm. and baking is is also just another form of creativity and, and you know, entertainment and, and showing love. So mm -hmm. it's something that's been really fun and uh, different too because it's not just a normal cooking show. I actually make everything gluten, dairy, and egg free because I am all of those things free. Excellent. And, and I was forced to do that over 10 years ago, go gluten free. And so I really had to learn when I was really young with my mom, um, how to cook things that I could no longer have and, and bake things because I mean, 10 years ago, gluten free was not as trendy oh. as it is now. <laughs> so, so, I mean, I really fell in love with finding different ways to, make the things that I could no longer have anymore. So now I'm just having fun sharing those with everyone else. Well, now and, I know where to go when I need a dinner idea. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> right to your YouTube. Yeah. yeah I, I love the idea though. And uh, how often do you, is it like once a week or how often do you do that? Yeah. So we're actually figuring out the, the rebranding of it now that we're out of 2020 and, and right. into the new Hey Good Cooking thing. So I'm thinking that we're going to do um, probably two a month. Okay. So. Yeah, it's, it's even to a month. Sometimes it could be, especially doing what you do. Yeah, finding the time. We'll probably film two episodes in one day and then just space them out over the month so that we've got. Uh, do you um, sing at all? Do you play at all when you do that show? Well, I haven't, but we we are actually exploring some possibilities of that, and and maybe even bringing on some other country artists as well. 
Um, so yeah, the possibilities are kind of endless and, and really there's no rules. So it's, it, right. it can be whatever we want to make it. Any you know, I, I, I love talking about these ideas and, you know, expanding your talents like that. And you think that, okay, you prepare the meal, you put it in the oven and while it's cooking, you sing a song Yeah. Then, or talk, you know, talk about yourself, play a little music and say, ding, oh, it's done. I actually did. I did a live stream show um, through a company called Hello TV. Okay. They did all of these live stream shows with different artists. But for mine, um, in the middle of the show, I baked brownies. <laughs> so we actually, my band stayed up on the stage and they played some background music for me while I was mixing up the brownies and putting them in the oven. And uh, it was definitely a little challenging, but it was a fun challenge. Yeah, that makes it fun though. And yeah. It makes it memorable. Exactly. And it's another way of getting your name out there too. People are going to look at it, they're going to feel good, they're going to laugh. Yeah, so for sure. Cool. <laughs> do you have a fan don or is that a friend of yours skip don no no he really, don. He really likes your cooking oh yeah yeah don loves your cooking yeah i think don came over from my facebook page i, I was telling everybody oh. over there to come hang out with us so yes fantastic yes and, uh, of course deb with the country music fan club it's always good to make those connections and uh as we were talking before we turned the mics on deb i was telling her uh, mm -hmm. that you also have a business in Nashville and some of the mm -hmm. stuff that you do there. And Deb mm -hmm. also has a son that lives there. So, and oh, nice. we're all over the place over there. Let me tell you, <laughs> well, we go there quite often. I absolutely love it there. So I'm there every chance I get, I'm going through withdrawals now though, because yeah. I haven't been able to get over there as much this past year as we often like I to. Can't imagine why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you well, been able you're here? You'll have to let me know. Oh, absolutely. Um, have you been able to perform at all? Because some artists have been able to do some small mm -hmm. bits and pieces out there. Yeah, you know, I've uh, I've been, I feel like probably one of the luckier artists with, mm -hmm. I have had a handful of shows uh, go through last year. And uh, one of the most memorable ones was actually, I played in Las Vegas at a place mm -hmm. called Stoney's and it was full band show. Um, and there were people dancing. It was so much fun. But as soon as we landed in Las Vegas, I I opened my phone and I had an email. And you know how you can only see the first line of the email. And it was from my agent, my booking agent. And he said, I'm so sorry to hear about Vegas. And I was like, oh, no. Did our show get canceled and we just landed here? But they were actually reverting back to their um, phase one at midnight that night. So we were allowed to play our show, but which was at 10 o'clock. But at midnight, everybody had to leave, and it was back to phase one. So that was that was definitely one of the most memorable ones because it was this odd mixture of like excitement that we're getting to play, but then also at the same time you're like, well, I guess at midnight this like life is changing again really quickly, and and all of a sudden uh, you're in a different reality, um, just like that. So so that was. <laughs> That was a different one. I've never experienced that, and I probably, I hopefully won't. won't never will. Again. <laughs> Not again. But yeah, we, you know, we've we've had a couple smaller shows as well. Um, I actually, I had a, a very uh, intimate acoustic show in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, at the end of October, and it was beautiful. It was just uh, my producer Dave Brainerd and I. He plays with me a lot of the time because he's an amazing musician as well, um, and he actually was my sweetheart. And on that trip, we got engaged. Awesome. So, Congratulations. Thank you. So that one was probably the most memorable oh. one of our pandemic shows. <laughs> so Jackson Hole, did you get to visit anywhere around Jackson Hole? Because my daughter, my older daughter happens to be going there in a couple of weeks. Oh, oh my gosh. She's going to love She's that. so, so, so it excited. Is the prettiest place I've ever seen. So we actually, uh, we were hiking at Jenny Lake, which is right at the base of the Grand Tetons. Mm -hmm. And um, that's where he proposed to me at Jenny Lake. <laughs> Go figure. I'm writing, I'm I'm writing that down. Proposed to Jenny Lake. <laughs> so, but yeah, so that that is beautiful. I mean, oh, there's hot springs that you can drive to. I think they're about 45 minutes away. But I mean, there's just everything around there is beautiful. Ooh. You know what? She should do an elk sleigh ride. You can do one of those. There's 
It's, oh, it's, I'm writing that down. I will tell her. <laughs> she is just thrilled and she loves the cold weather. So yeah. it's mm -hmm. right up her alley. Oh, that's um, awesome. All right. When we're done later, I'll ask you a couple more questions. <laughs> I know. I'm like, what's <laughs> we have to get back to you and your music. We're supposed to be talking about the music here. Yes. yes. <laughs> the excitement of the engagement. I am so happy for you. And, Thank uh, you. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. It's special to to share your passion and, and your creativity and your career with somebody that you love. Absolutely. And they get it. They get it. Yeah, exactly. Opposites. They understand where you're coming from when you're having a bad day because they know. They know. Yep. And you know, one of the really good things about the pandemic um, for, for Dave was that he actually uh, was a lot busier than usual because so many artists started recording during the stay-at-home time because they couldn't perform so uh, a lot more projects were were happening during this time too so it was good that one of us was working <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have a studio right in the house we do yes yes figure yeah. most most uh, artists do mm -hmm. and uh, but uh, do you feel would you rather <clears throat> excuse me would you rather record at home or would you rather be in one of the big studios up on music row oh you know that's a good question. I think it's a, probably a mixture of both. I think for, for the, the quick like demos and, and stuff that we do pretty normally um, at our house, mm -hmm. that's the comfortable place. You know, you don't make a bunch of big fluff out of it and, and you just do your yeah. thing. But I think, you know, for, if we're going to record an album, um, we don't have a studio that's, that's big enough quite yet for, for, for a full band to be in. And so, so that's kind of the, the next step to, to make something as, as big as an album. Does it, does it sound as good though? I mean, for you doing your thing at home as it would in the studio, I mean, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Cause it's all the same equipment. It's just different yeah. rooms. Yeah. I was just wondering about the mix down of it all. It's all on how all that works. So oh, yeah, he's, He's a magician. He's <laughs> it happened. You makes you sound good, even though you already sound great. But, you know, that little little touch on it, which I think is pretty cool. I've been in a couple of those studios up on Music Row, and it's just they always fascinate. Because yeah. I'm, I'm such a geek, and mm -hmm. I, I can just stare at that board and go, "Oh my god, this is mm -hmm. you know." It's just oh, it it's likes it. he wants to touch all the buttons. Touch any. <laughs> It looks like trying to fly a plane to me with all the buttons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to fly a plane. So, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> but, um, we used to broadcast live from the CMA Awards uh, many years ago, and we used to use one of the studios on Music Row where all the radio stations would be set up in there, and they bring the artists through a room to room to room. I was just fascinated with those places. Yeah. Just amazing, amazing. Let's get back to your music, though. Tell us, you know, what's what do you got coming up down the road? Uh, you got a single coming out, right? Or no? well, we just we we put out a, a single um, probably a month or two ago now. It's okay, I did do that then. All and right, it's a T-shirt, <laughs> so it's got a very interesting title, um, and it's it's a really fun song. Again, it's it's one that I hope people find humor in and uh, mm -hmm. makes them laugh because it's really I call it sticking a pin in their tension balloons because as we all know, this last year was insanely stressful for everybody in every single way and um and you know i think we almost we take ourselves too seriously sometimes and we forget that it's okay to laugh that it's okay to to joke around and have fun every now and then you know we don't have to take everything so personally or take it to heart and and so this song is really kind of um, almost making fun of ourselves i'm making fun of myself um or, you know, I, I know I go crazy sometimes too, and I want to post things that I know that I shouldn't. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of that, that whole thing of, you know, we're all crazy. We're all going so crazy, especially being cooped up in our houses. And so it's just a little reminder to be like, hey, it's fine. We can disagree, and I still love you. We don't have to be <laughs> haters towards everyone. Um, so it's just, it's supposed to be a cute little tension reliever, honestly. Yeah. You know, it's. I did know that Anne had mentioned it to me. That's who calls on me that, uh, you know, part yeah. of putting your music out. And uh, she did mention that to me. And I apologize. I do know about the song. You know, now I feel like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, okay. She had the single. That's right. But no, <laughs> I do recall that. Now, so. 
And Anne's going to yell at me tomorrow going, You're fired. I don't want to talk to you anymore. No, I love her. You've got a great team behind Mm -hmm. Oh, I absolutely do. I'm very grateful. Very, very grateful for the people around me. It's a team. It, it does. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. The village around you is one of the most important things that you can, can surround yourself with good people and mm -hmm. you're probably going to have at least a good time and you'll be safe. And mm -hmm. <laughs> it is, it is amazing. Ain't no weirdos coming around. Oh, no. No, no, no. no. But it does always amaze us how, what an entity it takes for one artist's career. Oh yeah. So it's just, mm -hmm. I can't even imagine if, you know, I don't know if it's when you have a whole band, I mean, now you're dealing with several different, if it's, you know, the band, like you have your band, oh, we just lost Skip. <laughs> Hopefully oh, no. he'll be back. He'll be back. Um, but when you have a band, do you have a band that you travel with or do you, I do. and do they all live there in Nashville? Yes. Yeah. Have they been with you since day one? Uh, most of them, yes. Yeah, you know, and that's another thing. I've been really lucky with my band. They're so talented and, and so loyal, too. You know, it takes a long time, and it's a lot of work and a lot of uh, shows that don't pan out so well that, that it takes to, to get to where we're going. And, and, you know, they've all stuck it out with me, and, and we've had some really, really amazing times. And and it's only going to get better from here. I always wonder about that, the band as they come together for an artist. I know we've heard, um, and maybe I'm not sure in your case, are they, were they friends of yours that maybe you grew up with in this business? Or do, does a manager just put them together for you? How does that even Yeah, so um, no, none, of them, none of them I grew up with. A lot, All of them actually moved to Nashville to, to be musicians. Um, but it was actually Dave, so my producer, um, since he's constantly working with different musicians in the studio, he knows a pretty good handful mm -hmm. of, of the ones that are in town. And so um, he's actually the one that, that has connected me with most of them. Yeah. So you got the best of the best, actually. Yeah, we call him because <laughs> he's just good at everything. And, and he, he, he handles a lot of stuff. It's awesome. Oh, my gosh. That's great, though. And how did you and Dave meet? Just through the business? Yeah, here? so we met. Um, I was performing at a songwriter round. And uh, he happened to be there because his old studio was above this bar that I was playing. And so he had gone down to the bar for a drink. And, mm -hmm. and I just happened to be playing there. And I came up to me, he came up to me after the show and, and expressed how he was a fan of my voice and would love to, to get together to write. And so really we, we started um, just writing together and no romance at all going on until about a year after we were working together. And, really? And then, and then you couldn't hide it anymore. So it was like, well, I guess we're going down this road. <laughs> that that um was it hard to change over from friendship business to relationship? Uh, I, I don't think so. You know, I think for for anybody who mixes, as they like to say, business with pleasure. You know, there there can always be moments that are difficult to to navigate. Which part of which which hat do we have on right now? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think for the most part, we've been been lucky because i mean music hello is hello 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 hey, you're back, you're back. <laughs> oh there's jenny hello so i don't know what happened i don't know either that was definitely strange yeah really weird it's like everybody just went Boop. well we were on there the two of us have been talking for oh since, really since you've been gone yeah i think so. you came back and then i don't think you could hear us and then here i am <laughs> <laughs> so all right so um so I, I just, I don't know what happened to Deb. Maybe Deb's going to come back here in a moment. But uh, I don't know because that was kind of weird. It's like some, somebody flipped a switch on me. Yeah, what's going on? Weird things going on in the world. Um, what's the moon tonight? <laughs> you know, that's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Tell, us, tell me a little bit more about, uh, you know, what's going on down the road. So you, you just put out the single. Uh, you put out an album uh, just before the pandemic hit, which, mm -hmm. you know, who would have known? But um, what's, yeah, so what's happening down the road? We're going to be uh, 
soon, I can't tell you all the details, but we will be um, putting out a pretty cool way to honor that album that, that didn't get its full life um, with some mm -hmm. new music as well. Um, and so this year is kind of just working on, on building that new music and getting it recorded so that uh, hopefully we'll have another, a whole new album for you by early of next year. Oh my goodness. We've got, well, we do have lots of stuff um, coming for this year as well um, that we'll have new music in it as well. <laughs> Um, that's big enough and not big enough at the yeah, same time yeah. you got new music coming out i get it and i love it and i love it and i can't wait to hear the new album uh have you had a chance to play some of the bigger venues in nashville uh well it depends what do you what do you mean by a bigger venue well, i mean have you been all right well i shouldn't really call it have you been on the ryman stage i haven't yet but um the opry is definitely on my uh Bucket goals list, list. Mm -hmm. very big goals list, especially being from here. You know, that's mm -hmm. such a sacred place and such a special place that I used to go to growing up and, and uh, I've gotten to go backstage many times uh, throughout my dad's career with, with him having artists there and um, just different things. So yeah, so that's, that's one of my big goals for sure. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so we're, we're working on it. Hi Deb, welcome back. Uh, Thanks. I wasn't sure if you could hear or see me, so I was just kind of waiting. I didn't hear anything. It was like, boop, there's Deb. I mean, boop, Deb's <laughs> gone. <laughs> well, and he's gone. I'm like, what, what's going on? But anyways, we got you back. And, you know, yeah. this is what we're dealing with, with a lot of the stuff that's been going on and, you know, mm -hmm. a new way of doing things and we all learn as we go. So, but mm -hmm. um, I saw, I was reading some of your bio, um, Dolly Parton, which you mentioned earlier, if you had a chance to meet her, talk to her i have not yet but um my my bass player amanda mm -hmm. uh, she's my band leader she's one of my best friends she's actually going to be a bridesmaid at my wedding <laughs> but she got to play with an artist um candy carpenter who mm -hmm. got to play at dolly's um i think it was her 50th opry um anniversary of her being in the opry i think it was 50. Don't quote me on that, but uh, she got to play at that show. And so Amanda actually got to, to meet Dolly and she's like, oh my gosh, she just doesn't even seem real. She's like a real life angel. <laughs> she just kind of floats and, and sparkles everywhere. So, awesome. so I feel like an extension of me has gotten to meet her through one of my <laughs> friends. <laughs> And my dad's gotten to meet her. So. Yeah, there you go. There you go. My time will come. It I'm will. sure it will. Um, also, I was reading, uh, was it uh, Roger Miller? Or Yes, yes okay. because we talked to I, Dean Miller. We, we're pretty uh, good friends with Dean. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I love Roger Miller. I mean, it, that all goes back that to my love of, of storytelling and, and, and humor. Because, uh, you know, I feel like Roger and Dolly... Um, and Bobby Bear is another one of my favorites because mm -hmm. I love um, Shel Silverstein was one of my favorite writers of all time. And I feel like they all had a way to, you know, either take a serious subject matter and inject humor into it so that it was easier to digest for a large audience. Um, but still it had this really important message at the end of it. I feel like they all figured out ways to do that. And, it, and that's, to me, one of the hardest things to do when you're writing humor is to still have it be poignant and not just be funny for the sake of just being funny, you know, because I always want to have a why to why I'm doing something. And, um, and you know, one of the Roger Miller songs that I like to reference is you can't roller skate in a buffalo herd. And so this, <laughs> this whole song is saying that. It's, it's saying these bizarre statements. Uh -huh that you can't do and you're like what is this dude talking about <laughs> like this is crazy but at the end of the verse in the chorus it says but you can be happy if you've a mind to and so it's telling you all of these crazy things that seem impossible and sometimes being happy seems impossible but at the end of the day it's really just a choice and so it's i just think that that's so brilliant even it's so weird but it's so brilliant at the same time so i really yeah. love to study things like that very cool. That was very nice. You so, get a chance to, oh, I'm sorry, Deb. No, go ahead, go ahead. 
Yeah, we get that little bit of a delay. So we just, do. yeah. Uh, do you get a chance to play down on Broadway at all? Do you do you go down there at all? Do you get to play down there or would you rather kind of stay away from that area? I played down there a handful of times when I was first getting started. Um, you know, personally for me, I'm not a, a huge fan of playing on Broadway because it is a lot of um, you know, cover songs and right, right, and, and lots of drunk people. <laughs> um, you know, so it's not for the faint of heart. I, I have so many friends who do it every single night, and for mm -hmm. I mean, four to seven hours, it's it's insane. And mm -hmm. and it's, I mean, you've got to be a soldier to to do those mm -hmm. gigs. Um, but I mean, they can also be a lot of fun too. So so I'm not putting them down at all. It's just not necessarily. Well, no, I get it not necessarily my preference because I love to, to do my own music, um, perform my own songs and kind of, you know, build my show from there. But it, it never hurts to build your character up. <laughs> those, those gigs will do it. Those will. Do you hit up on a lot of writer's rounds where you can perform your own songs? Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I, d I especially did a lot of writer's rounds uh, when I was first starting out as well. Um, I don't play as much writer's rounds anymore because I'm doing a lot more um, touring, like, well, right. not, not last year, but, right, <laughs> but right. more uh, like full band shows mm -hmm. just around the country in general. So um, in a normal year, I'm, I'm not home for longer than, mm -hmm. if I'm home for four weeks, then that's weird to me. So it's, wow. <laughs> it's uh, I like to travel. I like getting out of town and, and, being different places and meeting new people and performing for new people. Um, Cause I mean, I feel like that's, that's why we do this in the first place. Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not doing this to, to sing just for myself. You know? <laughs> You're like, Hey, look at me. I can sing. No, I actually want to interact with people. And, and, you know, uh, like I'm saying, make people laugh, bring them joy. That's what music mm -hmm. is, is supposed to do. So I'm um, just, Touring. I can't wait for that to come back. <laughs> back. It'll be back soon. What instruments do you play? You mentioned the piano before, but you yeah. actually pick up a guitar. What else? Yeah, so piano, guitar, and I actually play the flute. I <laughs> I was first chair flautist <laughs> in my high school uh, uh, concert band. So, okay. yeah, I was never, um, I always say I was never cool enough to be in the marching band. <laughs> <laughs> which, which most people might say is backwards, but no, I was just the lazy one that just wanted to sit there, so I was in concert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I know, I know where you're coming from. I used to play the trumpet, and uh, back in my That's high school hard day. work. Yeah, I was like second trumpet. So, but uh, my friends well, that were in marching band, oh my gosh, they got their workouts in. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It wasn't the field band; it was the marching band, and we also had um, we had a jazz band. We had uh, just a um, regular, I don't know what you would call it, band, but uh, <laughs> they were all different things that we did. It was, it was kind of crazy, but uh, yeah. That's awesome. I didn't do any of that. No? <laughs> <laughs> I started out playing the flute. Oh, nice. And uh, did, it only lasted a little while because I was very much into horseback riding and skiing, so those took over my time. Ooh, well, I wish I'd have stuck with it. Horses and skiing are great for Jackson Hole. Just a side note. Oh, I'll, I, I'm already jealous where I want to go with her. Yeah. She's talked so much about it already. So it's on our bucket list now. So I'll mention that, that too. It's very exciting. I see my son chimed in here. He goes, Dad, hello. Dad, mess, stop it. Oh, it is. Which, that's when we went off. That's Zachary. It's my. Uh, I think I lost you guys for a second. I'm back oh, though. No, we didn't lose you. Not that I'm oh. aware of. But anyways, I was saying how my son is like making fun of me because we went off the air for a little bit, or I did, or somebody did, or something. <laughs> up. My son is uh, my son is Down syndrome, and he is uh, 20 years old, and he just loves the podcast thing. Aww. He loves uh, seeing the artist and and watching and listening, and That's he's awesome. always he's on top of everything. He's just he. He's our gift, but uh, awesome. Well, hi, Zachary. Yeah, we do. We do a thing called Zach Attack with Dad. We do our own little podcast thing. So if you ever oh, you nice. want to you want to smile sometime, or if you're feeling down, just go to the YouTube page for Skip Happens and mm -hmm. check out a Zach Attack with Dad. You'll oh, laugh. Awesome. I'm it's gonna look that up. That's yeah. great. Tell they us have a lot of fun. Yeah, we do. We do mm -hmm. absolutely. Tell uh, Deb and I a little bit about your band. How many people in the band? I know you mentioned your bass player, and she's. A, a, 
obviously you got a female. I love it when the women are in the band. Oh, it's yeah. so good to see that. Tell oh, us a little bit about your band. She's awesome because she has hair down almost to her ankles. So she's just, she's a whole vibe on the stage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's our little Crystal Gale. But, um, yeah, so I've got normally a five-piece band uh, that travels with me for, for full band shows. So uh, my drummer, his name's Brandon Barnes. Um, we call him – so if, if you're in my band, then you have your own character in Jennyville. So he is the bartender of Jennyville. <laughs> he like, he, because in real life, he really does love to create cocktails. But I always – okay, so here's another really bad dad joke for you. I say – he is serving up the beats. <laughs> so <he's laughs> the <bartender. laughs> there you go. So there's our, there's our drummer. And then Amanda, um, I always say she's a little bit of Bert and Dolly combined because she is the madam slash sheriff of Jennyville. <laughs> mm. she, she's always wearing these flowing kimonos and, and loves like capes and stuff like that. So she's very uh, like, like I said, she's a vibe. So she's got her, her own thing there. And she owns the Tulip Saloon in Jennyville. <laughs> so there's, there's a lot that, you know, I could go into this really deeply. But I'll move on to Dave, um, my fiance and, and producer. He plays acoustic in the band. He plays all the cool, intricate parts that I can't play. Because <laughs> I just, I'm a, I'm a beat keeper <laughs> with, with my guitar. But we call him the wizard of Jennyville. Because because he like I said he's Swiss Army Dave he can do anything yeah. so he's a wizard of Jennyville. Um, my electric guitar player is named Storm Rhodes, and uh, we call him the Cowboy of Jennyville. And I say that he's busy all day saving ladies off the railroad tracks. He he wears his cowboy hat every time I see him, so he's our personal cowboy. And then my fiddle player Kyle Pudens, uh, he is. He looks really sweet and innocent, but do not be fooled because he is the milkman of Jenny. <laughs> so, I envision this, going on. <laughs> I envision a series being built around. Yeah, yeah, I really I, I do. Would love to make it into mm -hmm. a musical someday. I think oh, that, would that, that would be great. That would be great. I totally can envision that just from this description yeah. you've given in the last minute. I know, so. <laughs> and I haven't looked at the website at all, but do you have merch that has Jennyville on it? I do. So I've got mm. um, I've got high class white trash t-shirts. I've okay. got um, there goes the neighborhood t-shirts, which is uh, the the artwork of the album, which is one of the scenes from Ooh. Jennyville. It's got the boys down at Tuffy's on the front cover working on a car because we have Tuffy's is the auto repair shop in Jennyville. So there's a um, yeah, if you listen to the album, you'll be able to catch lots of different Easter eggs that, you know, you can kind of be like, oh, wait a second, that's, that was said over here, and that's what that meant. And so if you really pay attention, you know, there's there's lots of fun things that I always say just for my extra nerdy people that, that love that type of stuff, because I'm extra nerdy and I love that type of stuff, you can find it in there. But, um, but if you want to just listen to music, you can also do that too and not care <laughs> about, about any of that stuff. Absolutely love it. You know, it's been a pleasure chatting with you here tonight. And I, I do apologize for going on and off. I don't know what the deal was. I think it, it could just be a, a fluke. Who knows? Something. Well, we are getting lake effect snow tonight, so it could be a weather oh, thing. Yeah. Have you ever heard of lake effect snow? No, I was about to ask what is that? Mm -hmm. It's I, I was like, oh, yes, I know exactly what that is. Mm -hmm. Where we are located, we are in Syracuse, New York, and we are just southeast of the Great Lake, Lake Ontario. Okay. Right? And when the winds blow out of the northwest and the lake's not frozen and the wind is very cold, I sound like a meteorologist now, but I'm mm -hmm. not. It, <laughs> it sucks up the moisture from the lake. When it hits mm -hmm. land, it drops. And, of course, it drops as snow. So you, we could get a foot of snow in a matter of a few hours, easy. Mm -hmm. All right, but but for us, we have the equipment that can take care of it on the roads. We, you know, we're in great shape. We still go to work when we have a foot mm -hmm. of snow. Oh yeah, you know, in Nashville, you get a dusting, the place shuts down. I get yep. it. <laughs> foot of snow wouldn't fly here. I would love to have a foot of snow, but <laughs> I don't think it'll ever happen here. At this, it. This point in time, it's after Christmas. I don't want mm -hmm. snow. 
That's the way I look at it. Every, you know, we, I we've had such a good winter, though. We really can't complain yeah. no. at all. No. It's been very mild. We had a phenomenal summer. It was absolutely gorgeous. And now we're having a very mild winter. So we're going to get one doozy, I'm sure. But God, yeah, it's nothing good to work with last year. Mm -hmm. We are at least three feet below normal. Yeah. And, um, but do you realize, I mean, we're talking about this year and it's been a great winter, but whether you're there or here, uh, 2020 was a year where, okay, where obviously we had to shut down, but all the big holidays either fell down or, you know, like, um, all these big holidays around the weekends and stuff where you could go out and have a good time, wouldn't have to worry about, but everything ended up closing. This was the one year where all those days fell on a Friday or a Saturday. Why does that mm -hmm. not surprise me? <laughs> exactly. And your album was coming out. And, you know what I'm saying? All that had to happen. Oh, it just had to. It just couldn't wait any longer. Yeah. And the other thing, um, and Deb, Deb knows about this as well, with Lake Effect Snow that we get here, uh, it all depends on the winds. As I mentioned, you it could be snowing like crazy in one mm -hmm. part of town. It could be you could be getting dumped on, zero visibility, mm -hmm. all that. You drive a mile down the road and you'd be able to see the stars oh, or wow. the sun, depending on if you know, if you can drive through the whiteout to get to the other side. <laughs> wow, it's very scary driving through a whiteout. Yeah, very very right. scary. It's it's very freezy. It's crazy. So but that's, that's what we conversation. I know. <laughs> Have you ever been to the Northeast, Jenny? Yeah, I have. You know, my dad is actually from Massachusetts. So oh, very nice. Very I've got nice. family that still lives up there. So, nice. uh, and I actually went to a music camp every summer in Maine. Uh, oh. So, yeah, I've spent I spent a lot of time in the Northeast. Yeah, I was going to ask uh, before we did let you go about your your background when it came to you know do you, voice and all that. Uh, you said mm -hmm. now you mentioned music camp. I mean, have you been trained, voice trained? Did you do all that? Um, I really didn't until I decided that this was what I was going to do. Um, and really it was, I, I go to a woman, her name is Judy Rodman. She's here in Nashville and she was actually a country artist. She was, she won the, the new female vocalist of the year in 1985 at the ACM yes. awards. So she's, yes. she's phenomenal, but um, she really, you know, um, brought my voice out of me because I was such a shy uh, person. I was such a quiet, like I, I didn't know how to project. I that. That I, I know, right? I'm a totally different person. And, and honestly, a lot of, of her um, techniques have, have really helped me. Um, it goes way beyond vocal um, stuff because it, it's really just about presentation and about, you know, the, the confidence and, and, different ways of, of thinking of things or thinking about things and, and projecting. Um, and so, yeah, she's, she was, she's been a, a huge blessing in my yeah. career and my story. So, yeah. Nice. nice. Well, you got a great future ahead of you. Thank and you. Uh, it just, I, we love your music. I, I've been listening to it all day and just your yeah. style. I love your style. It's, it's, it's you, it's different. And that's a good mm -hmm. thing. That's a very Thank good very thing. Much. Very <laughs> uplifting. Thing. It's, fun. Yeah. it's fun. It's fun. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's the whole point. Why are we here if we're not going to have fun? Exactly. <laughs> now, if we've got somebody watching, how can they get a hold of your music? Can it, any of the... Um... Yeah, so my music is on all of the um, streaming platforms, downloading platforms. You can go to JennyTolman.com and purchase a hard copy. I've got vinyls as well as CDs. So you've got every option under the sun. <laughs> I love it. I love it. it's all right there in the merchandise because uh, please oh, yeah. the consideration that these uh, artists, the ones that we chat with here on skip happens and many other people have an opportunity to chat with them as well. Uh, they haven't been able to work like they normally do. So jump on their website and take advantage of getting some merchandise and every little bit helps. And uh, mm -hmm. you know, down the road, of course they hope to get back out there and, and uh, I'm sure they'll give us some great music in return. So absolutely. Yeah. Deb, you got any questions or no tonight? Oh, I always have questions. <laughs> uh, okay. Before we let go, we usually throw a couple of quick questions and uh, All right. just let's hear yeah, the, go for the it. fun questions. They're not real, real uh, intense. Let's see. Um, who's the best cartoon character of all time? Ooh. Now, for us, I know we've had a lot of choices for cartoon characters. You're way younger than us, so I don't know how many, how many choices you've had. Let's see. I would probably say Ariel. 
from The Little Mermaid. I always wanted oh, to see her okay. growing up. Yeah. I know that, that, that it's fake and, it, and, and that it doesn't work that way, but I always, when I would go in the pool, I would try to make my hair swish like hers. <laughs> well, at least you can. You have that long, beautiful hair. <laughs> Working on it. A lot Disney. of men take care of the long hair. A lot of what? Maintenance. Oh, it is. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for yeah. acknowledging. <laughs> Not that I would know. I'm just. <laughs> no. Well, since since we're on this topic of um, well, uh, well, the character and Ariel, and I'm thinking princesses and Disney and all this other stuff. What would be the coolest magical power to have? So, of course, I think of all these princesses, and I think of all these Disney movies. I'm like, gee, what would I? What would I? Really I mean, have? now that we're talking about how long it takes to do hair, if I could like snap and have my <sighs> makeup done instantly, yes. that would be awesome. I think I'm with you a hundred percent. Is that for me? And um, like going grocery shopping, <laughs> magical power. Yeah. Have everything checked out, carted, bagged, and ready to rock. I'd be really happy. Instacart. You can order it Instacart and just have it delivered. Oh yeah, I know they can do that now. I forget. That's I don't awesome. know if I trust that system yet, though. I'm just not there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so Got one more. Uh, I have one more. Let's see. Um, um, whose voice would I least want on my GPS? Ooh. You ever have like Eastward? someone's voice? Oh man, I don't want to be mean to someone. <laughs> um, let's see. Well, okay. Now that I'm thinking of the Little Mermaid, probably Ursula. There's Ursula. There you oh, go. Wow. She's not real, so I can make. Her you can say that one. I know. Nice. <laughs> I, I love know. It. Love it. So, yeah, just some fun uh, things to learn about our artists. Janet Coleman, you are awesome. Again, apologize about the, uh, the technical difficulty there. I have no idea what happened, but, you know, skip happens. So, yeah, that's what we were saying, right? Yep, yep. It, you never know. It does happen. But we thank you for taking the time to join Deb and I here tonight. Um, Thanks for having me. And I know you were sharing this on your Facebook, I believe. And, um, have your make sure your people, you know, you can share this video. It'll be up on YouTube. Subscribe to Skip Happens. Make sure you check out the official Country Music Fan Club and their Facebook page as well and become a friend. As I mentioned, uh, well, maybe I didn't mention it, but uh, Deb does a lot of work in Nashville and sometimes mm -hmm. they're looking to do different things with different people. And if you stay in touch with the official Country Music Fan Club, you could be selected to maybe go to a show or something along those lines, which yeah. is pretty cool. So you you know, all sorts of exciting it. things coming down in 2021. <laughs> yes. Awesome. So. You're awesome. If you can hang on there just a little bit after we sign off and uh, watch for her name, it's going to become a household name. I'm sure uh, mm -hmm. it happens overnight. It's one fan at a time and uh, she's got it going. So she's very there beautiful. It just makes it all work. Put it all together. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Jenny. Have a great night. You too. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you, you everyone. Time.